Hi there, it's Julia Louis-Dreyfus. You may know me from my podcast called Wiser Than Me, where I talk to older women and get their wisdom from the front lines of life. I was amazed by how many people told me our show made them look forward to getting older, which is why I'm here to talk about season two of the show. Sally Field, Billie Jean King, Beverly Johnson, Ina Garten, Bonnie Ray, just to name a few. All hail old women. Wiser Than Me season two is out now from Lemonada Media. That's not just the sound of that first sip of Morning Joe. It's the sound of someone shopping for a car on Carvana from the comfort of home. That's a good blend. It's time to take it easy, like answering some easy questions to get pre-qualified for a car in minutes. Talk about starting the morning right. Just like customizing your terms so your car fits your budget. Mm, mm, mm. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to experience car shopping the way it should be. Convenient. Comfortable. Ah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It is happy hour time. And we got a good one this week. We do have a good one this week. Uh, we've got, uh, well, I mean, yesterday we had this like really random thing that we had a, a, a collide collision. Yep. yep. Uh, Phil from Leave. Yep. Liev. Uh, uh, Liev. Uh, yes. Uh, Philip. His name is Philip. He's a reporter, an independent reporter now, but he, but he's worked for CBS News. He's worked for Fox News. He's worked for a whole bunch of places. And you he put him on in, House Sparks podcast right, a lot lately. Right. And he is in um, Lviv right now. Lviv, yeah. Lviv, Ukraine. And he just happened to call in at the same time that Dr. Redliner was on. And so we had a lot of questions for the both of them. Dr. Redliner had some questions for Philip. Philip had some questions for Dr. It was an amazing, uh, amazing discussion. And uh, we have that Free today on today's uh, podcast. Fun fact: behind the scenes, a little inside baseball. Yep. Um, Phil actually emailed me video of the bubble man that he was talking about in leave. Oh. I forwarded that to Dr. Redletter. Dr. Redletter is already in touch with him. Oh, that's so they amazing. Are, they are having a conversation so on their cool. own without us. And also, we talked to AG from Mueller. She wrote this. Yes. Week. So had some great conversation with her. You'll hear that coming up. And uh, we uh, thank you for uh, subscribing to the Happy Hour. Stephanie will be back next week. We hope. And uh, yeah, uh, enjoy today's happy hour. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. Hello, uh, Philip, and you actually is in Ukraine. We have <laughs> determined that you've, you've uh, called into Hal Sparks. I have repeatedly. Hal and I have uh, had been having uh, good conversations. What, Philip? How? Uh, where are I, you in Ukraine, and what? How? Why are you in Ukraine? I, I'm. Well, I'm in Lviv. I've been coming to this country, Stephanie, for 21 years. I was a former correspondent for CBS News, Al Jazeera, wow. Sky, for my sins, Fox. The yeah. best day was when I got fired. Um, uh, very proud of that fact. Yes, uh, I've been coming here for 21 years, so I couldn't sit it out. So I got on a plane, came out here, and I've been doing what I can to just kind of uh, cover what's going on. Wow, has been great for that, yeah. and I wanted to give the opportunity to call in and just tell you I don't know what Marjorie Taylor Greene is talking about because uh, <laughs> these people are fighting and they are the, they have got the wind at their back. Yep, I am calling you from I am calling you from Lviv, where I am over, overlooking the Central Square 
where they used to have an ice rink during the winter when I arrived here about a month ago. It is now thawing. Now, why is that important? Because just north of me is the Belarusian border, and that is a swamp. And as the temperature changes, it's, it's going season. to become mud. Yeah. So the yeah. possibility of a fourth front opening up that everybody's been afraid of with the Belarusian army coming across, if they don't do it uh, immediately, they're going to get stuck in a big old swamp. So yeah, that's mean, not a win for them. Yeah, and Philip, I get what you're saying. I don't know what the actual F she's talking about. Ukraine is winning. Yes. I mean, I get it that this is... Yeah, and uh, this, is a woman, this is a woman who has... Yeah, this is a woman who has access to the foreign, uh, you know, for foreign intelligence and, and you know, mm-hmm. all the intelligence that uh, a congressperson has access to. So she's, she's either willfully ignorant or she is uh, purposefully well, spreading some um Philip, you baloney. tell, you tell me, but these are the two headlines I'm reading this morning. Highest level Putin advisor flees Russia over the Ukraine invasion. He has resigned and fled Russia. Uh, it is a show. Yeah. Russian troops are now turning on each other. This from the, the Daily Beast. Um, you know, yep. I, we get that some of them are getting frostbite. It, it, yeah, sound, it no. sounds like the, the Pine Barrens episode of The Sopranos. They're all <laughs> running through the woods with oh, yeah. pe- no, ketchup the, packets. The, 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 the sharks are circling. The sharks are circling. Chubias is a guy I used to live in. I was a CBS radio reporter in the late 90s in Moscow. Uh, I, I know of Anatoly Chubias, who was the head of their climate change committee. Uh, he, he left. He got, out of, he got out of town. He's the highest-ranking member to leave. It's not as significant as, as maybe we would have hoped because Chubias is, is tainted with being a liberal Democrat, which, of course, is a real stinker in Putin's Russia. Um, what I think is more significant is the fact that we have not seen the defense minister, Shaigu, in over, well, it's now uh, 13 days. Mm. Uh, he apparently has, quote-unquote, heart problems, which just harkens back to the yeah. Stalinist era. Yeah. Um, I would not expect to see him anytime soon, but they are turning on themselves. And, yeah. Um, you know, yeah, I'm not uh, a military and, and expert. As far as the Ukrainians. I'm not a military expert, no, we'll but the one guy, the one yeah. guy that uh, rolled over his captain in his tank because he was pissed off at him, I feel like that might be <laughs> less than military cohesion. Am I, yeah. co- am I correct? There. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, no, absolutely. The fact that we're getting people leaving their vehicles in the middle of fields, or we'll, you know, the the the, the latest unconfirmed report is that a guy drove his tank into a field and got ten thousand bucks for it and the uh, potential for Ukrainian citizenship. So. You know, it's not, I don't know where she gets this idea or where the talking points are coming that Ukraine doesn't have a chance to win. It's As a matter of fact, disinform- it's quite the opposite. Yeah, disinformation. Phil, can you hang on one second? We have Dr. Irwin Redlander here. I can hang on as long as you want. Well, oh, no, just stay with me here. Uh, we have Dr. Irwin Redlander. We're going to sans jingle. But yeah. uh, he is not only a you know renowned uh, pediatrician, but you, he wrote a great piece, Putin's War on Children is an Atrocity for the Ages. The World Must Respond. Um, Dr. Redlander, jump in here, because Philip is in Ukraine. Um, of the many things we're watching, because, you know, Dr., I don't know if it's been confirmed this morning, but... We're hearing reports that Zelensky said to the UN when he addressed, or not, I'm sorry, when he addressed NATO this morning, he did say that Russia was using phosphorus against civilians, including children. So, uh, Dr. Redliner, good morning. You're on with Philip. Yeah, hi, Philip. I'm very impressed that you're over there, and I really am interested in what you're saying and what you're observing. This is an incredible situation. And, you know, all of this, you know, the weird thing here is uh, Marjorie Taylor Greene. And all the senators that are interrogating the Supreme Court candidate, this is all about talking points 
as far as I know, for November of this year when we have the midterm elections. And their Republican Party is creating this um, morass of BS that they're going to be wheeling out. And, uh, you know, I, I think it's it's horrifying. But what I'm interested in in Ukraine, among other things, is the plight of children and families and children uh, do not do well uh, in an evacuation uh, situation. And uh, especially if there's you know, on the we're on the run trying to find safe places for them to be where they're going to get food and nourishment, et cetera. But also the ability to go get back into school. Uh, we have refugees from Yemen, from Syria, from uh, countries all over the world that have been hotspots. Uh, not exactly like this, but they've been hotspots. Kids are now out from their own homes for 10 or 15 years. We're hoping that won't that that disruption of life won't happen with these Ukrainian kids. But, Philip, do you have any sense of who is taking responsibility for the health and safety and well-being of children that are part of the uh, evacuating population? Well, you know, there have been complaints by the Ukrainian authorities within Ukraine who would like to see these families stay within the borders. They don't want them going abroad, and they're they're saying there's more help needed from the international community. But, you know, you're you're absolutely right, Doctor. One of the the toughest things, I've been a war correspondent for uh, 20-some-odd years, um, and it's always the kids that get you the most. Yeah. And um, you, when you see a child uh, who has this dead look in their eyes and they've got the thousand-yard stare that is often spoke about that soldiers see, but to see that in an eight, nine, ten-year-old, it's the most devastating thing. Um, I was, I've been vlogging while I'm here, and one of the vlogs that I put out, the, the strongest reactions I had was that there was a guy here in the Central Square. He comes and he does little bubble shows. He's got a... a little streamer of bubbles and for that brief moment you see the kids who have been traumatized turn back into kids and then when he stops the little girl singing in the bomb shelter is why it's resonated like all over the world oh i mean it's it's, did you see her did you see her did you see her perform in warsaw i I did i did i I bless her heart you know but to your point you know i heard i've seen them a lot of people interviewed from ukraine saying i we don't want to go start a new life somewhere we want to go home I mean, it's just, you know, we, we yeah. it's hard to get your mind around that these people had normal lives three weeks ago, four weeks ago. And, and you know, what's happening mm-hmm. in Maripol is just, they're being, you know, people are dehydrating to death, right, Doc? I mean, they're starving them out, and they have no food, no water. There's no home. There's a shell of an apartment building, if anything, that's mm-hmm. left. There's literally no place to go, and it's still an active siege on that city by the Russians. The the inhumanity of this is staggering. This is not like a war where we're going to take down the government, or whatever. This is a deliberate destruction of communities and killing of innocent citizens. And uh, this is something that you know I don't I don't really expect to see. But here we go. We're, we're having it again once more. And uh, and and Putin's a dangerous and scary guy. I don't know who knows what he's going to do. There's now talk about him using chemical bio or god forbid yeah. nuke uh battlefield weapons yeah. and it, it's just incredible how we may keep accelerating into a situation that's even far worse than the yeah. thing is right now but Doc, uh, 
uh, Philip, um, please, I was going to say we're just running out of time here, but will you please check back in with us? Because I, I, by the way, you, well, I, I believe be, you because you have a, the best radio be... voice ever. So yeah. I know that you're not impersonating <laughs> right. a reporter. Well, I'm, a, I'm, a radio, I'm a radio correspondent for many years. I was semi-retired, but I love this country. And when this happened, I made promises to the people of this country oh. that in the inevitability of this happening, I would return. And I will stay here as long as I am productive and able to get my voice out. And so thank you for All taking right. my call. Well, you, this is where can I you hang on, Travis? Here. Travis wants to get your information. Yeah, so if, hang if, on. You know, if you can, All just right. uh, if you, I don't know if you're on Twitter or not, but hit Toronto me up on Twitter, Ukraine, or yeah. you can email me Travis at stephaniemiller.com, and that way I can I can schedule you. and We can get you in here on a regular basis. And maybe Krista can talk to him. And Krista yep. can. And I've got yeah. Zoom and all the rest of it. Awesome. All right. Thank, Thank you, you, Phil. Okay, right. honey, hang on. Uh, Doc, I just want to get because again, I know that it's there's so much going on, but. <laughs> I, more importantly, I just for us right this moment, you tweeted uh, COVID-19. Well, here we go. The Omicron BA2 is surging in China on the rise in Europe. Can the U.S. be next? Of course, we're doing away with masks and we have an embarrassingly low number of fully vaxxed and boosted Americans. Is this a wake up call or another snooze alarm? And you told us last week you have several people in your family that have tested positive just is yeah. it yesterday or two days ago. Hillary Clinton and Jen Psaki mm-hmm. in the same day positive for covid uh, barack obama last week um yeah, yeah. talk to us yeah. yeah so and the other the other uh weird thing about this since these tests uh covid tests are mostly being done by individuals they're at home testing yeah. they're not getting reported so if we're getting quote-unquote reports from the government that say i don't know we had fifty thousand new cases yesterday it could be many multiples of that because yeah. no one's you know, unless they're really sick and going to a hospital, they're not going to be recorded. So I think we're actually in the midst of a big surge and we're going to have to see where this goes. But I wouldn't be surprised if in the next week or two, we're going to see a big rise in hospitalizations from people with serious uh, COVID. Oh, yeah, yeah. Most, most of the positive tests are probably relatively mild right now. So we're not yet seeing the consequences, but it is definitely a problem and we're definitely into it. And certainly this issue of is it endemic yet? Is it in other words, is it a is it a chronic existence among us, this covid and it's way too soon to make that determination? Yeah. Yep, not there yet. Um, Doc, thanks as always for your time. And uh, we uh, next we a whole segment next week. Yes, <laughs> absolutely. All right. All right, thank you, Doc. This episode is brought to you by Philo. Do you love TV? Do you love saving money? Then Philo is your solution. Philo has shows, movies, and live TV for just $25 a month. You can even try it for free with their seven-day free trial. No contracts, no commitments, no hassles, just a better way to watch TV. Never miss a minute of shows like the hit docuseries Where is Wendy Williams or classics such as Friends. If you can't get enough TV, then there's no better way to watch. Philo has more than 70 channels like BET, MTV, and AMC. And the best part? You can try it yourself with their seven-day free trial. Sign up today at philo.tv slash poppods. That's P-H-I-L-O dot TV slash P-O-P-P-O-D-S to get 50% off your first month. Speaking of uh, superheroes, oh, and the fact that we all morning just have had this ready, the, you know. No, my first name ain't baby. Katanji Judge Jackson, if you're nasty. Who do they steal that from? AG from Muller, she wrote. <laughs>
<laughs> Here she is from the Daily Beans and Muller. She wrote Allison Gill. Hi, honey. I was like, who, Hi, did, I, who did I steal that from? Oh, Allison. Oh, right. uh, yeah, I try to credit you. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, although, you know, we were talking about um, uh, the other Judge Jackson, Amy Berman. So, I know. But yeah. It doesn't Same. matter. I, it was still stolen material, and I acknowledge you. Okay, so... <laughs> Did you feel the same fury I'm sure a lot of women had watching? Did they? Did anyone let her finish an answer yesterday? Oh, and you know, the the worst were Holly and Graham and, and Ted Cruz, of course. And, you know, talking about weirdos doing the right thing, Republicans doing the right thing, Alan Dershowitz, Captain Underpants, put out a video <laughs> this morning saying that Ted, that, he, that Ted Cruz was a bigot. I was like, wow, if Dershowitz isn't on your side... <laughs> If you've you know. lost the dirt. <laughs> if you've lost Captain Underpants, that's <laughs> that's it. Um, wow, so so much to talk about. Obviously, with Ukraine and Supreme Court stuff, there's just. But I, I, aren't you just like, oh, okay, so two other huge giant felonies are confirmed of Donald Trump between Mo Brooks and uh, and the resignation letter from the mm-hmm. Manhattan DA. What, what would you like to talk about first? You did, well, well. I am. Go ahead. I am excruciatingly upset to put it lightly about what's coming out of the Manhattan district attorney's office and, and Alvin Bragg. Um, Pomerantz and Dunn resigned. I was upset. I said, I want to know what happened. I want to read their letters. And one of their letters got leaked. I don't know who leaked it or why. That's another conversation for another day. But he, uh, Pomerantz said, look, I was on this case for two years. I'm a former U.S. attorney. And uh, we had credible evidence beyond a reasonable doubt to secure a conviction that Donald Trump committed felonies. And we brought that to and and Cy Vance wanted us to prosecute. We had a couple more people to bring in front of the grand jury and Bragg stopped us. And so we resigned because that is a huge miscarriage of justice. And, And, you know, Bragg's office is like, well, we this is a good faith disagreement about prosecutorial discretion. Uh, We just need some more evidence. I'd like to see more evidence, but that I call BS on, because if you wanted more evidence, you would have allowed those key witnesses to testify before the grand jury to get more evidence. So I smell corruption. Something is rotten in New York. Yeah. But what, you know, but AG, to your point, then why didn't Alan Bragg just say, here's our declination? And we don't have enough to prosecute it. But he didn't. He said, oh, no, it's ongoing. And I've put other. You're right. The whole thing doesn't smell right, does it? No. And the reason he didn't do that is because New York would rise up in the streets and be, be angry about it. So yeah. he's, he's hiding. He's he's a coward. I, and I, I understand there's a lot of folks out there like our friend Daniel Goldman who says this was a good faith thing. And we didn't think there would be a conviction and et cetera, et cetera. But the, the, it's not lining up. We well, you and I will uh, uh, fight over our man Glenn Kirshner like uh, two women on uh, uh, Jerry Springer, but uh, he'll be on my show tomorrow. <laughs> yes, <laughs> <laughs> see what he thinks. But yeah, you also had a bunch of tweets just uh, breaking. Uh, Congressman Mo Brooks says in his new statement, Donald Trump asked me to rescind the 2020 election, immediately remove Joe Biden from the White House, immediately put President Trump back in the White House, hold a new special election for the presidency, and you just said, "Hey, Mo, Mo Brooks, now that Donald has thrown you under the bus, which I'm surprised you didn't see coming, the only way to salvage your reputation is to testify to the January 6th committee and the Justice Department." I. Will he? Now what? Because you're like, okay, that's another more evidence of an absolute, you know, crime that he is. I mean, I don't know which movie it is when all the villains turn on each other, but it's that. Suicide Squad. Sure. Okay, go ahead. 
<laughs> yeah, it's the circular firing squad. And and I say the same about Pence and, and Clark. Um, like, you can be the John Dean or you can be the John Mitchell right. uh, of this investigation, right? Which And I'm referring back to Watergate, of course. John Dean testified and got a nice career and some book deals out of it. And he's a pundit and everybody kind of likes him. Uh, and John Mitchell went to prison for 18 months. So, you know, I don't see how if Trump has thrown you under the bus and you don't have Trump space anymore and everyone hates you, if you want like six more friends, at least the only thing you can do is fully cooperate and, and take the Jamie Lannister route, if you will, and try to be a hero about it and, and do the right thing. Well, do the and right thing. maybe even to save himself, because the fact that he wore a bulletproof, you know, uh, vest and was there inciting he's part of the in- I mean right he couldn't he also be charged himself that's where you're like okay maybe he's going to cooperate what do you think yeah I'm not sure it might be a hard road to hoe to charge him because the judge in the civil suits against Donald Trump Mo Brooks Don Jr. Rudy Giuliani the judge dismissed the cases against Mo Brooks Jr. and Rudy, but not Donald Trump. They said Donald Trump actually okay. He he, you can actually sue him um, for yeah. for this. But but um, but Mo Brooks, all he needs to do is file a, a motion to dismiss, and he'll have that. He'll have those lawsuits, multiple lawsuits from the NAACP, Squawwell, Blasingame, yeah, Capital Riot Police, uh, thrown out. So I don't know how much criminal uh, trouble he is in. Um, but if he is called to testify, subpoenaed, he could be in contempt if he fails to show yeah. up. But we'll see what happens. I mean, they're running it. They're running out of time. They they wanted to have these hearings starting April first, but the investigation expanded to such a large event. Now we now we're hearing that the kidnapping of Governor Gretchen Whitmer was about stopping Biden from becoming president. So maybe that's now wrapped up. Right. Uh, I don't know how far the one six committee is going to go, but they need to get these hearings done before the August recess. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Um, can I just say you're the only person I feel like <laughs> totally gets me when I keep saying over and over, this is all one story, media. This yes. is all one story. Everything. Russia, Ukraine, Trump. And you just said Putin-backed, this is what I talk about all the time, Putin-backed, Manafort-groomed fascist Viktor Yanukovych was ousted by the Ukrainian people and is now and now Putin is trying to reinstall him. Putin-backed, Manafort-groomed fascist Donald Trump was ousted by the American people and now Putin is trying to reinstall him. I mean... He went on to say this is probably way out in super space beans territory, but I'm wondering if the Manafort debacle in Miami has anything to do with where Andrew Weissman has been. I know he's done a handful of op-ed reports and podcast appearances, but he's radio silent for a long time. Um, I, yeah, I don't know if people get, like, it wasn't his passport expired. Right. It was revoked. And he, mm-hmm. So that's what I was saying. I'm like, oh, is Putin sending him back to the Ukraine to reinstall another, the same puppet? Or, I mean, it's, what do you, what do you think is going on with this? Well, it could be something as simple as an admin error, right? I worked for right. the federal government for a long time. We make a lot of admin errors in the federal government. <laughs> yes. And when his passports were revoked uh, after he was convicted, um, they may not have reinstated them after he was pardoned. And so it may be just be he needs to reapply and he can travel again. What the interesting question is, the important question is, is what? why was he going to Dubai where all of the Russian oligarchs and their yachts are fleeing to right now? That's the question. Yeah, exactly. Thank you, i.e. it's all one story. Um, yep, okay. yep, you got Speaking it. Speaking of Beans territory, <laughs> you, uh, you said the Supreme Court declined to say Wednesday whether 73-year-old Clarence Thomas remains in the hospital, although he'd been expected to be released by Tuesday evening. I mean, there is a lot of speculation about what's going on that they we thought originally they said he's going to be in for a couple of days, but it 
right? I mean, it's been, what is it, six now? Mm-hmm. Seven? Yeah, six going on seven days in the hospital. The Supreme Court, SCOTUS, won't comment. He's missing arguments, uh, but says that he will be able to rule on these arguments because he will read the briefs and the transcripts. Um, there was a, a rumor out there that he was on a ventilator. That's been debunked. So I just yeah. want to let everybody know not to Bye. to read into that too much. But it's still concerning that a Supreme Court justice has been in the hospital and we can't get an answer about yeah. it. Yeah, no, that is, exactly. And we certainly wish him all the thoughts and prayers that they wish oh, for yeah. RBG. Yes, yes. I, I, I think of Drew Barrymore and Ever After. All I ask, your majesties, is that you bestow upon him the same courtesies he has shown me. <laughs> oh, that was high. See, we need a little more highbrow because I actually did like two fart songs. So you did. We needed AG. That's Thank why. Thank you for right. up. Yeah, guy from the reporter from Ukraine, and now AG has brought us yeah. back up. We talked okay. to the Ukraine this morning, Stephanie. Yeah, we did. Yeah, mm-hmm. right. check me out. Okay, you also uh, yell out for the same legal lads and ladies I do. You said, "Hey, Bart McQuaid, does this count as more evidence that Donald knew he lost the election?" It's in terms of the Mo Brooks thing, right? It's it's it, criminal intent is what we're. Mm-hmm what we're looking for right and it, you again that seems like yet another giant story that says yes of course he knew mm-hmm. it's another person who told him he lost including like the likes of like jason miller right um <laughs> and, and bill barr was like bro you lost bro um <laughs> it, but what's interesting about that is i i, I penned that tweet penned i like picked up my pen and wrote it uh, <laughs> i wrote that tweet before we found out before kyle cheney reported that it was after Labor Day, eight months after Biden was in office, yes. that, that Donald was telling Mo Brooks this. And Crazy so that, that goes toward, I mean, it's just, there's so much evidence piling up for, for as we know, 18 U.S. Code 371 and 1512C2, conspiracy to defraud the United States. Nerd. And, uh, obstructing an official proceeding. Giant nerd. That Barb McQuaid put out in this beautiful, like, mock-up yes. charging document. And I talked to her extensively about on the beans, on the daily beans. And she and and that seems to be where this is going with the Enrique Tario and the proud and the proud boys. And, of course, Stuart Rhodes and the Oath Keepers and their conspiracy. And uh, I smell seditious conspiracy charges coming for Enrique Tario. And then some more yeah. search warrants were executed. They've asked to push the trial date back. Uh, it's this investigation is is getting wider and taller it's going out and up and i think that the the end goal is to implicate donald trump in this conspiracy because like you know as you know because we talk to law nerds you don't have to have a tacit agreement right in order to be a conspirator yeah exactly um one of the things i also love about you on twitter is if, have you ever tried to get a rawhide out of a Pom- pomeranian's mouth a rawhide no i haven't a rawhide yeah what Oh, well, that's no, because you're just on it. You're on everything all the time, On right? You're just like you tweeted, Ted Cruz is super mad he didn't get a report about a case that was public information reported in the Washington Post. It's just, <laughs> but you have to fact check these motherfuckers in real time, right? And then you said, Senator Hirono cites six judges confirmed by Republicans, including some confirmed by uh, Josh Hawley, fit, noted fisting aficionado, um, who sentenced <laughs> below the guidelines in child pornography cases. And Maisie Hirono knew that was... As she does. She, she knows, knows when everything. to call some, you know. That is such bull****. I can't hardly stand it. But it just, I. I, uh, <laughs> I love that you I have that on yeah, your of little. Of course. I, love her. I just can never say mahalo to her. Just love her. Um, yeah, but it just, uh, it just was so egregious what we watched these last, you know, three. What is it? Has it been three days? Hasn't it felt like three years watching 
Isn't that some corner? Is it covered under the Hague having to watch Josh Hawley and Ted Cruz for that long? Well, as 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 women, we've felt that uh, our whole lives. But we're white women. I can't even imagine. Yeah. Uh, and but you know what? I have to hand it to Cory Booker for for putting an exclamation point uh, on the day with his beautiful, yeah, beautiful line of questioning and speech. Um, and that that to me brought us all out of uh, brought me out of at least this cynicism and yeah. just you know t- just tiresome bigotry and misogyny and you're not going to steal our joy i love that you will not steal our joy about this historic it was, moment it was beautiful and and amazing and i could listen to him talk forever i, I love him mm-hmm. um can you hang with us because i'm kind of clingy around you you know how i am i'm like a koala I'm Okay. Yeah, All right. Mm-hmm. What? Oh, I was looking for that song. What's that? When you and I collide. Because our podcasting universe is collided. Yeah.